I just got off the phone with T-Row and he knew all the details that I feel the thing through when I was All right, welcome back to another installment of Beneath the Bar, operating under the Brown Bag Lunch Crew title for now. I'll be, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But anywho, <laughs> I'm your co-host, Adam Philpott, along with my other co-host, Mackenzie Quinn, and my producer, Jay Bird, Jason Mazzina, checking in. Social media guy now. I hear you. And, uh, our head producer, Curtis Quinn, will also be checking in. You're probably wondering why I have this weird straw hat on. Shout out to my Modern Bates College. Um, go Bobcats. It's a great day to be a cat. Hey, and cat. today, for the first time in a while, I feel like, you know, there was a little bit of buzz circling around today. Uh, weather was nice. From all of us here in Massachusetts, the kind of restrictions and Charlie Baker's phase are, are coming out. We're in phase one now. I don't know what phase one is, but we're working with it. Um, I came over to Chestnut Street where Kenzie and Jaybird live, caught some rays, had a couple of beers. Um, it feels like, still got a long way to go, but it feels like the tide is kind of starting to turn a little bit on this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, t today was awesome. I, I had a little closing at 2 o'clock. I got back to the uh, got back to the place down on Chessie and Jaybird with suns out, guns out, maybe a little bit of buns out on the deck. So I figured I'd go out there. We had uh, We played a little music. Caught some rays trying to get this pale body in shape and tanned up for the for the women this summer, but um, unbelievable little deck action. We had we had a full house to be honest with you, and uh, we kind of currently do for the pod. Yeah, it's now time to um, get your base tans going. If you haven't, start getting a good base. You don't want to get caught with your pants down once the beaches open up. Everybody's rolling around, and you're uh, pale Pete out there on the beach. You want to get a little good base in you. Don't worry about getting burned. A little bronze over. So for I'm, now. I'm, I'm good sun. for I'm good for a really big first burn the fir the first day I go into the sun, and then I'm good for about six mediocre burns there on in. The, the brown never comes. Sun sunblock might be a fraud of the week eventually, but it it doesn't help. I hear you. You were probably wondering why I had a little bit of hesitation announcing who we were operating under. Again, um, we are currently under the brown bag lunch crew title and i want to preface that by saying when this whole thing got going so we were operating under beneath the bar still about two years ago and our producer uh gus who was also a co-host you know got tied up with work and he's doing big things and with filming and whatnot so we had to move on and when we wanted to get the pod back up and going uh, we knew we had the content we knew we had the right guys just production wise we weren't fully there not to say we couldn't learn it Say we couldn't piece things together. I'm so saying we, we couldn't. Up, we teamed up with Curdy. Um, he said, "Hey guys, we'd love to have you. We'll do all the production. You just come on, operate under us, and we'll take care of the rest." I was hesitant because I'm a prideful guy. Beneath the bar is is our thing, but in the moment, it sounded right. And if you tuned into Beneath the Bar's latest episode, we have a little a group text, so to speak. Um, and there's a lot that goes behind the scenes of by the pod. That it's, would be that would be the brown bag lunch cruise uh, recent episode when they ripped us. Oh, did I say beneath the bar? You might have. I'm not good with names. <laughs> Anyways, hey, so you know during the week after we record the whole thing, we're cutting up. Um, we're not cutting up clips right now. 
we might have to be in a little bit. But Curtis is putting up clips. He's sending them to us, posting them, telling us to post on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, iTunes. We're on everywhere. Check us out beneath the bar. Um, and he's got all these metrics of when to post and when not to post. And he got a little pissed off of, uh, of us because we're, you know, we go off in the chat sometimes. And he had some words that, you know, and, and in any work relationship, you know, there's, you know, it helps it grow. When there's a little dispute, it helps everything grow, you know. But he had some quotes, and I just want to touch on some of them I wrote down verbatim. <laughs> oh, here it goes. One of them, and this was from his co-host, Drew Luster. The, the question was, what would happen, Kurt, if you were just to walk away? And Kurt's answer was, direct quote, it would grind to a halt unless they found somebody else. Jason Bezina, our our producer, Jason Bezina has no capability. That's a direct quote. Nobody nobody said that we, we weren't capable of doing it or we couldn't make all the cut-ups of the clips or produce it or whatnot. When you extended your offer, you said I would produce the pod. Like you don't, you guys don't have to do any of that. So I don't know how that's coming back on us now. And then you cited that Jason as a his computer is slow. If you can find me a 16-year-old male to a say 45-year-old male who doesn't have a slow computer, <laughs> I would be like, uh, let's let's hear it. Because who what who doesn't have a slow computer these days? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hand up. You ever seen the little emoji with the guy with the brown hand hand up? I physically and intelligently couldn't it any of this. Kurt sent me and Jay Bird a clip last week. I couldn't even save it to my phone. I personally don't know what the fuck's going on. So right there, I'm gonna give him some weight to that statement because, like, if that'd take me, that'd be like a research paper in college, me trying to get that clip onto social media, you shitting me? I know you had to save it to your phone before you did anything. So, hand up emoji guy right there. I'm I'm having a big struggle with that. I agree, Pez. I agree. But again, that wasn't our role. He said, hey, I'll bring you on and I'll produce, I'll edit, I'll do this and that. And then his next quote was off the paper. Kenzie and Adam like to describe themselves as the content guys. <laughs> well, go do some go do some background work to prop up the pod. Again, to go off Kenzie's statement, we were never production guys. We can't cut anything. We can't edit anything. But when we were looking for a wait, put your hand up, young young man. Put your hand up. When we signed on, we didn't think that would be part of the deal. It sounds like you wrote a check that you can't cash and you want to back out because we're not pulling our own weight. Yep. Well, I would just like to offer something here. I never said that you guys weren't content guys. I admitted that you are. The background Time out. That's a fraud. That's a, that is a fraudulent no. statement. I have it written down verbatim. Written down verbatim. Once again, I said you guys were not posting the clips that I produce at, you at know, the right times. At, not at the right times. You weren't posting at all on a weekend. It was a Saturday. Dude, this was supposed to go out now. <laughs> cheat day. <laughs> oh, cheat day. Big no. So yeah, but... when it comes to any criticism I gave you, it's for the posting of the edited clips. Yeah. Did they not get posted? I missed one day. I was shooting like a 105 on the course. I forgot. That's my bad. It was cheat day. I had like six donuts. I had a tummy. <laughs> 
But I can see Kurt stays up till four, cutting clips. I, mean, I forgot what it is. So Curdy's Curdy's uh, not management, but leader style is to just get down to your film and be like, "You fucking idiots." I would say le- like, I would say forgot. leader and management are probably synonyms. Yeah. But I mean, if we're gonna go at the guys who help us run this, the way I'm gonna go at them is. In their last little episode, they got, you know, they type the fucking two sentences to tell you what's going to go on in the friggin' episode and shit. So I'm like listening. Shubs, great guest. Little, not enough Canadian accent, but I'm reading the, I'm reading the summary. And it says, our staple boy of the week segment. And I don't know how you are two 24-year-old males with a staple segment about other men of the fucking week. That you don't even talk about besides once, which was pretty sketchy. But the boy of the week's fucking two, maybe two and a half minutes long at most. That cannot be a staple if we're going to talk. That's coming from a fucking content guy. Content you hear that, Ricky Marshall? Right. Fucking right. content, guys. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's it. I just had to get that off my chest. Again, it's an airing of grievances, so to speak. Um, we have to cut we that. Appreciate, nobody's saying we don't appreciate everything you do, cutting up all those clips. But, you know, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Maybe we should cut that whole spiel out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because let's roll through. What do we got on this rundown tonight? All right. The first topic we have is (laughs) it's a pretty – it could be a known topic. It might not be that much known. But I was scrolling the book the other day, saw an article of a monkey on the loose in Tewksbury, Massachusetts. One probably wondering why that's a surprise, because monkeys aren't from Tewksbury, Massachusetts. So basically, a couple people saw this monkey roaming around. They were out by their pool, um, heard some noises, as monkeys make, and they were like, what is that? Looked around, boom, it's a monkey. It's said that the monkey was first spotted by the veterinary hospital there. We're not certain if the monkey was checked into that veterinary hospital but now the monkey is on the loose in Tewksbury and it they're saying if you see him don't go near him because he might have herpes b which can cause i think it was encephalitis you can check me on that i'm not a big research guy um but that could be lethal i guess (laughs) Herpes B could be lethal. Anyways, um, so there's currently a monkey on the loose in Tewksbury, which is intriguing because who, like, why wouldn't you want to go corral that thing in and take it under your wing? Um, I'm pretty intrigued by the story. I don't know how you guys feel. What's your take? So as a monkey-loving podcast, second monkey through the cast first six episodes, got to love them. But, I mean, I don't know a single fucking thing about this monkey. I don't know how you contract Herpes B what the lethality is of it. I just know if there's anything that should be this important in the country, for no fucking reason should it be stuck in Tewksbury, Massachusetts. You've what? seen enough adult videos to know how you contract herpes B. <laughs> Whoa, God. I mean, I knew A through Z. I don't know if B was included, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Tewksbury... They, they shouldn't have national anything. I don't know why, if we have, like, a monkey of this capacity that could do this much damage, what in the world would stick it into Tewksbury? I, I mean, there can't be that intelligent of a veterinarian. It's fucking Tewksbury. Yeah, what do you the know? backstory around it is what I find most intriguing. Like, that is somebody's monkey and props to them. Like, the first thing I'm doing if my monkey gets out is I'm laying low because I don't want anybody to know 
that that's my guy on the loose. I'm trying to whistle him in, little Navy SEAL signals, kind of call back to But for everybody else there to say, hey, don't go near that monkey, that's like, I mean, I'm here if, right now. I want to get out on the street and go grab that thing. If you had to guess how many people in Massachusetts owned mon- monkeys, what, like, I don't know if you want to throw me a percentage or like a total quantitative number. Who the fuck is owned besides Dickie Oges in the 1980s? Who has a monkey? I saw a picture of the monkey and it looked like a supple size animal. Um, as far as monkeys go, monkeys aren't to be fucked with. You remember like back in the day, I know this was monkeys and chimpanzees are a little different, but that monkey, that's a fucking monkey. His that's name a monkey. Travis. Titties on it. Yeah. But the monkey tore that woman's face off. She had to get like reconstructive surgery because the monkey tweaked out a little bit and it straight ripped the skin out of her fucking face. She had muscles, all that shit. So, I mean, you get a little monkey running around, sure, people think they're cute, they shit on their hands, throw it at people, but like, I'm not trying to fuck with any size monkey that has any type of weight on me that I can't handle. So you wouldn't get out there and like, you wouldn't think that's cool to try and go, not capture it because that'd be inhumane, but just call them over with a little feed, maybe some some bananas, say, hey, Shake up the earth a little bit and get it moving. Did you, me, did you give me feed? Were you going to throw some grain at that monkey for a second? Yeah. Just like bring him in. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Jaybird, you might know a little more on this. I got nothing on this monkey. I'll tell you what, monkeys are not to be fucked with. Uh, they can be nice. They can be on, like, like what did you Look, say? He's... Travis, dude. Travis, it was, it was the owner's good friend who's seen the monkey a ton of times. And it came over one day with a doll, and the monkey freaked out. You should see. Speaking of producer Kurt, he'll probably throw this in here. But the picture of the lady's face, that thing tore the shit out of it. We're talking about two totally different monkeys, though. Does it say what kind of monkey it is in the article? It just says a monkey. They they can't identify the species because they're telling (laughs) it back I'm not fucking with any monkeys. So what are you going to do? Because you're going to go tag the monkey, make your own fucking species? What are you thinking? I know you got the safari hat on right now, roll cats, but... I mean, you just, you look down your nose at us right there being a little, I mean, I'm intimidated by the big monkey. Yeah. I mean, the monkey's got the big muscles. I'm fucking. No, I agree. I'm, I'm not saying I would come in and try to ambush him out from where he was, but I would try to gain his trust, keep my distance, but say, yeah, hey. I, like, what are you, fucking Dante? Take it easy, Mr. <laughs> Cheezle. Do you know fucking, you're not a guy who's going to, what are you going to give the monkey a fucking lollipop and hang out with him? Are you, are you shitting me right now? Uh, I think not, at the end of the day, it's a wild animal, and I do not fuck with wild animals. It's a wild animal, though. We don't really know that. Like, no. how did a wild monkey end up in Tewksbury, Massachusetts? Yes, yeah, I mean it was in the it was in the hospital thing, vet thing. So I it was outside of the hospital. Nobody knows for sure. It probably went to the vet and was like, "Hey, I'm sick. I need some help," and they wouldn't let him in. What's your What's your guys' favorite monkey? Mine is the end of Jimmy Neutron, the guy that goes, "Hi, I'm Paul." Remember that guy? You guys too old for him. I like, no, I know that one. Jimmy Jones. An animated monkey. My favorite monkey is the Saki monkey. Um, You can pull it. We'll get a picture of it for you on the pod. It's a pretty cool looking monkey. That's all I have on it. Personally, I mean, Rafiki's my guy. Yeah, Rafiki. Rafiki's just rolling around. He's got the fruit, putting shit on people's foreheads. His ass cheeks are hanging out, getting all tanned up. So Rafiki's my guy. He's got the pole, the staff. That's why you're afraid of him, because you only like animated, you only like animated ones. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, MVP, most valuable primate. We could go on all day, cuz. I mean, <laughs> we're getting a little monkey heavy right now. No, I, I, but you know, that's my stick. I'm, I'm all for it. 
You are well, an animal guy. You're an animal yeah, guy. I, I'm a big time animal guy, but um, we'll we'll keep you updated on the Tewksbury monkey as things go along. Our next topic is one that everybody can kind of chime in on, and it's going to be a, a categories topic. So your top fives, and today's is a your top five school lunch. If you were to get a, a lunch to bring to school, packed by your parents, packed by whoever, what's in your bag? What are you bringing? Let's hear it. All right, so this is like, this is if your mother packs you a brown bag lunch. I mean, if you're going to the cafeteria, you got the hot lunch special of the day. We're going to run it down snake style draft. I'm going to go first. The boys see a little, seem a little intimidated by this. But my number one pick overall is going to be Elio's Pizza. My mother, my mother, you, I got to give. How are you going to heat up the Elio's? Oh, my head, cuz you got, you have a head like. Semi-cold alios. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give my mom her day due. I wouldn't ask many mothers to do this. Like this is probably 50% of my days going to school. She would wake up in the morning. This is before she cooked me breakfast or anything. She'd make me some alios, a full slab of alios, throw them together in some tin foil, keep them semi-warm for me. So the pres- the preservation fact is there. But that was like that's a big entree for me because I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know what I was going to school with until I opened it up out of the bag right. and dumping it on the table. And uh-huh. the days that I got alios in the tinfoil, I was feeling pretty good about myself. I thought you just had it in with the lunch lady or something. No, no, I was, <laughs> I was just, oh, no, mom was hooking it up real hard. Hey mom. lady, can you heat this up for me? <laughs> All right, second, you want to go, Phil Paul? I'll go there. I'll go second. This is, this is going to be a frowned upon pick. My first pick in the top five lunch draft is a Glacier Freeze Gatorade juice box. Wow. All right. I, like I mean, that's my favorite Gatorade, so I can run on that. Yeah, I fuck with that big time. I now, did. is that coming in the little the cardboard rectangular pack? Yeah, juice oh, box. Yeah. Right. Right. Like a Yoo-Hoo. Okay. <laughs> what was that in there? See, I think the I don't know what to go with. I don't I don't know what you guys will pick. It's you not, have back to back picks right here. Oh true. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jack's cheese curls. I fucking love Jack's. People who like cheese curls, in my opinion. Yeah, people who like the cheese puffs from Cheetos and the crunchy cheese. What are those called? Those are just those are Cheetos. The Cheetos are disgusting. You are a disgusting human if you eat Cheetos. I hate them. So I'm gonna go Jacks with my number one. Number two, I don't think you guys would pick it, but I'm gonna go with my second favorite, and it's the yogurt, the Yo Crunch. Yeah. With with like the M and M's on top, or like the Reese's, even the granola. Those are fucking they're they're dessert. They're not even like healthy. So originally as a child, I would I'm with you like the vanilla and the crunch bar, yeah. the Kit Kat, anything. But now I used to I would bring those to work, the strawberry and the granola. So I mean those are great snacks. Yeah. All I like that mm-hmm. pick. My my only gripe with that pick is by the time lunch rolls around, the yeah. it just gets too warm and I don't want to eat warm. You ever yet. heard of you ever heard of a reusable ice pack, cuz you shouldn't be? You need a lunch box for that one, not a brown bag. So I guess I'm destitute, man. I didn't get the <laughs> oh, no. I, think, oh, I like that. I actually... Having reusable ice packs in my brown bag lunch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Munson. All right, second pick, Adam. What do you got? Second pick, I'm going with the, I don't know the name of them. I'm going with the pack of pretzel sticks that you can dunk in the cheese. All right. That's I what like Jimmy that. said. So wait, the hey, Mr. we got Salties. The Mr. Salties. 
we got to link those all together because I was going to go with like the, spe- the spreadable crackers, but the spreadable cheese. In yeah, one. well, I drafted them, so you're yeah. going to have to. No, I know, I know. I, no, I'm saying we have to put that. Like, you get. <laughs> no, but that's what his pick was. No, I know. He's getting the whole thing. He's getting all forms of that. Like, the the spreadable cheese is one. What's the other yeah. one? Yeah. Dude, so he the had crack stick. There's right. like oh, regular, oh, 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 okay. There's regular yeah, crackers yeah, yeah. and there's cracker stick. So yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's fine. All right, I got you. So, all right, so I'm going now. I mean, I got to go Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos, and you know what? Dunkaroos are back, baby. Dunkaroos just made a comeback. So we're yeah, going to – we have a powerhouse a entree and dessert right now. And then, I I mean, I have to round it out with the Capri Sun. That, I mean, that's the that's the trifecta right there. You got the Holy Grail. I have the top – you guys yeah, trying to – I think, I think we can look back at the draft. Schefter will say that, like, the Dunkaroos at pick, what is it, five? Is it such a value pick? Yeah. I mean, I know my, this is a bad take, but I just I don't love Dunkaroos. I don't love icing. Icing really doesn't do it for I mean, me. But I know, but I know everyone loves Dunkaroos, so I'm not gonna fight with. Yeah, this. that's I a just power, that's a value. Yeah, I don't love so I got, I mean, my three right there. I got Elios, Dunkaroos, and uh, Capri Sun. <laughs> I think Elios is. You got Elios at five. No, <laughs> no, nobody would have picked Elios. No, nobody was picking Elios. It's my favorite lunch. I don't want to tell you. You're up, DZ. To round out my meal, I'm going to go with the conventional peanut butter and fluff. Oh, shit. With, with the crust. A lot of people would take the crust off. I'm a crust guy. That's, that's um, I'm going to go with We'll give you all peanut butter jelly, <laughs> peanut butter fluff. Oh, you get the Uncrustable, that whole thing. Yeah, oh. I will say from what I learned when I went to college is like fluff is like a territorial, it's like a regional. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what fluff is. Bananas to me. I'm not a jelly guy. I would never eat a peanut butter and jelly and never have. Um, but peanut butter and fluff is like my jam. I'll tell you what, I, peanut butter is incredible. Peanut butter and jelly, if you're taking it for lunch, you gotta go peanut butter both sides, jelly yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's fucking soggy as hell. My mom made that mistake until I told her mom. I unless, mean, you have a, unless you have a reusable ice pack. No, it's it still getting soggy. Middle. It's so funny. <laughs> He's rattled. No, the, the water factor in the jelly is it. But uh, shut up. Oh, 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 Special yeah. Yes. Somebody get the dog under control. Who's yeah. dog is that? Yeah, nobody can try. He's interrupting your segment about fucking <laughs> school snacks. All right. Who's that? Go in your room with your little fucking dip bottle. I got two right here. Go ahead. What do you got? No, I was your up. All right, I got two. I got what? Jacks and, and yogurt. All right, I'll go with the main a main meal. Who? I'm going to go, a lot of people don't like this, and you have to get it from the deli and eat it that day or the next day, but I love a nice cold roast beef yeah. on a sub roll with cheese, no cheese, that's fine, but I, you need barbecue sauce. Mayo, I left the mayo out because I know you can't have mayo without cold, but like I said, See, if you got that ice pack, you fill the mayo. Now, you, that was like a big staple of my childhood, the, the cold cut roast beef, yeah. but I am dumping yellow mustard on that. It is oh, fucking yeah. I'm going hot. yellow mustard or a honey Dijon. Oh no! I'm no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not mayo, but I mean that's a, that's a good deli meat right there. Yeah. You throwing it on those little like two bite rolls? No, I got a sub roll. All right. I was a big boy. All right. Um, my next pick. Who? My mom was very healthy with mine, so I would drink water. But that's not going to be my pick. Obviously, who the fuck would pick water? What a dork! I love water. I'm going to go peach snapple. I fucking loved a nice peach snapple. And you could get those at school in O'Malley. I would get the peach snapple in the 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 
uh, Fritos Twist Barbecue. Do you remember those? The Twist. You're name dropping a lot of opportunities. <laughs> that is. <laughs> that what is. do you mean? You're getting the Snapple in the bag? No, no, no. At school, you get the Snapple. Yeah, where are the Cheetos coming? The Fritos. You get those at school too. Did I'm not you, picking them. No, did you just did you just double? I'm just bag? saying that's what I would do. I would get the peach Snapple and the. Are they Fritos? Yeah, no, yeah, they're Fritos. The flavor twist, yeah. So, is your Snapple coming in a glass? Are you going? No, it's plastic. uh, Yeah, with the straw. With the straw, I got you. All right. So, so apparently the the Fritos twist is still on the table. Still on the board. I might still. All right. My next pick will be a combo pick of water and flavor twist Fritos. (laughs) My next pick is. And I think this is an underrated pick in the draft. It's he might be going a couple slots higher than he should, but if he pans out, he's in. Is a, a perfectly ripe peach. Oh, I you, like peaches. You were taking fucking produce to school. Yeah, I'm eating it. <laughs> I had a peach tree. At, at, I still do have a peach tree at my house. Of course, we, would, we would get the homemade peach trees. They were a little sketchy because there was like ants in them sometimes, but. They were good when they were good. Hard yeah. flex by the hard, hard flex by the chestnut boys. We got we have reusable ice packs. We got peach trees <laughs> and we got snapples going on. I don't know how you guys were living. I have but to where touch, I was living. I if I got a juice box, I'm I'm happy enough. I gotta touch on your homemade peach tree. Do they make like manufactured peach trees? I just grew up with the peach tree. It was small. I don't hate the peach tree. I was I used to get a, a little fruit in there. All right. I, I, I was more of an orange guy, but peaches are bomb. What am I going with? So all right. So right now I I've got These the are uh, last two. Yeah, I got the last two. Right. I have the Alios as well as the Capri Sun and the Dunkaroos. Yeah. So I, I mean I gotta get all salty at the 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 fun size bag of. Just like back in the day, regular nacho cheese Doritos oh, yeah, was pretty was pretty unmatched in my book. If so I was good. if I was gonna choose a bag of chips, that would be it. And uh, used to used to be with a peanut butter and fluff sandwich, although that's off the board. But finally, to round out my lunch, this is tough because I don't know. One thing on the Doritos, only thing with those snack size, they give you like four chips. It's like, I mean, yeah. Get enough to wet the whistle. (laughs) So, I mean, I was going to double up because the the thing I'm going to leave off my list was a big staple, but the Welch's fruit snacks is going to be my, that's going to be my last pick. What kind? Good pick. I got mixed berry. Mixed. The blue? Is that the? It's red. It's red and purple. Like, it's mixed berry. What color is the bag? It's red and purple. I think it's mostly red. But the the Welch's. The yeah, world. and even if you went with the full fruit, I mean, they all kind of tasted all the same. Yeah. All of them are great. So I that, that went with the Scooby Doo's, but that's just me. Oh, the Scooby Doo, the blue one was the go. Yeah. Unbelievable. Ooh, am I getting all gummies right there? I think I might. You can get all gummies. Yeah, that's nice. I'll give you gummies. That's a little dessert too. I get a little dessert. All right. I mean, I. Right. Is this Adam's last? Uh, I don't know. No, he yeah. should come back with one. No, I think I get two. No, he's been in the middle. I don't yeah. know. I, I I will have the last pick in the draft. He's the last guy. Yeah. My next pick is, and this one's going to be a a Joker's Wild type pick. Um, I'm going to use my buck I got for lunch, and I'm buying a chocolate chip cookie from the school store. That counts. Did you did you throw it in the bagel thing and get yelled at? I guess, does that count? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I got I got the peach snapple from the school, so. 
right, yeah. Uh, I'll do a, a store-bought Choco Chip cookie. Are you heating that up, though? Yes, I'm heating it up off the bagel toaster. I think we got lost in the snake because I don't know how many picks I've got. So you're saying I get two more picks? You have one Where? pick left. You've doubled up twice. No, yeah, but it's actually a snake draft. Like, you drafted way more than you can eat. You don't even eat full lunches as it is. All right, so my last pick, I'll go with it. I'll go with the dessert. I'm a big I think the pick, I think this is fraudulent. I think Kenzie got an extra pick. He got five. We're doing five. Okay. So you have what two. You have? Huh? I only have four. Okay, I can't okay so I get two I more. Make any sense. No, I only have three. Twice, Jay. All right, so I get one more. This We got lost in the draft. No, sorry. I have four. I have four. No shit. This is my last pick. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I think just, oh. a, just, just one. Oh. Just, you don't. My mom would. I'm not a Reese's Peanut Butter Kurt. guy. Kurt, we're not rich. We couldn't buy full packs. <laughs> we would get the solos, the ones you got on Halloween. Yeah. Oh, we're not little... rich. I got a peach tree in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if, if I could, I'd have, I would cut that peach tree down because when I mowed the lawn, it was so small, I had to duck under it and then scratch up my back. Fucking Reese's Peanut. So, DJ, I think you have one pick left. I do have one pick left. And I guess I can't, I can't go... Cool Ranch Doritos, because you just went Dorito bag. Yeah, no, I mean, I spent, yeah, so you might want to... But chips are, like, chips, the umbrella that chips spread is so big and bountiful. I will say that my last pick is a bag of what I would call the best chips out there, and it's just a bag of plain old Cape Cod chips. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you thought Lay's were saying. Yeah, you said Lay's. So, my uh, first, I mean, those are all solid lunches, but I can't believe nobody... Somebody should have... I would like an honorable mention of the sure. potato the potato sticks. Nobody put the potato sticks yeah. on their lunch. Yeah, and it was a fucking crazy. Game. Every kid had it when they were growing up. I mean, I still buy potato sticks to this day. I get a little ras for it, but the the one that's missing out is going to be the first like it's going to be the undrafted free agent that gets picked up is all of Little Debbie. I mean, Swiss rolls, fucking ring dings. You got the uh, the zebra cakes. You could go on for days. Nobody even picked those. I'll tell you what, you want to know how you get this bonza? You live next to a guy that, that delivered huts when you were born up until you were 15, and then, what did I just say? You were born until you were 15. Bonza. Little bonza. Debbie? No, Uts. No, Little Debbie's until I was 15, and now he delivers Uts. Yeah. And he just brings them all over, and I, I, uh, <laughs> I had Swiss rolls at my disposal, but if I, I threw them out there, I would have been like Tony Saragusa walking in the middle <laughs> You would have had to roll me in on a grease talk. He's got the fucking mic back. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm lounging. I'm lounging back with my with my mic. You kidding right, me? We're gonna, hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw those together and see uh, the fan vote what they have for the best lunch out of those three. But Besides, yeah, I mean, I think I have it, but could be wrong. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> He's rattled. He's so rattled. He How do I rattle? We got, I got one guy that drafted Elias, and I got another that took a plastic can Snapple. <laughs> no, not can, bottle. The only thing I would have changed about my draft is I would have threw a cold meatball sub in there. From where? Homemade? Uh, mm, yeah. I mean, right now it would be a market basket one. Jeez, Luis. Well, all right, DJ, roll it. All righty.
we're keeping it short this week, so we'll get right to what you've all been waiting for. The segment that's sweeping the not just the Northeast, but the whole country in general. And that would be the Fraudcast. <laughs> This is uh this segment's got a lot of uh a lot of stuff going on in the wilderness this week on the Facebook. We had a couple of people. Anywho, so again, if you feel harmed, threatened, or um, unawarely assaulted by what's been put on the broadcast, feel free to send us a note. We'll get you on. You can kind of defend your angle. But <laughs> until then. Here we go. Another installment of the broadcast on the horns. And, and we would be remiss, we would be remiss without saying the broadcast is brought to you by Eiffel's Fitness. Are you sitting on your ass all day during quarantine? Are you getting thick? Well, if you need a little boot in the rear, give Eiffel Fitness a follow today. Their brand is all about upping the curve. Join the team and do more than you did yesterday with, with Eiffel's Fitness. Me and Philip got the same hat on. But there's there's a uh, four or five different kinds, and also, you know, it's not just about the apparel. Get your apparel, but it's just about joining the movement. Me and Kenzie joined the movement. I'll tell you what, Chessie's down combined probably like 20 pounds. So join the movement. It works. And uh, thanks for Eiffel's Fitness to for uh, sponsoring the pod. With that being said, we're down a million fucking pounds. But I'm gonna roll in right now with my fraud of the week. I, I'm gonna call out a guy from Barstool. Because I just honestly, I didn't really have a fraud of the week up until about half an hour before this. This guy's name's Dante. And he's coming at us with, with these sandwiches like he knows anything about fucking sandwiches. And before I even get into the real reason that I'm bringing him up, he went on like a sandwich ranking list. And he's got, th- he's got three. The num- like the roast beef sandwich is the third best sandwich kind of going, which I'll, I'll respect the three ranking. But from a guy that's supposed to be from Worcester... He's ranking his as Cuddy's number one. I've never heard of Cuddy's roast beef. And then he goes from Harrison's to Zeno's to Bill and Bob's and never once mentioned the Mecca, which is Nick's roast beef. Nick's, Nick's in Beverly Farms and Montserrat. But, I mean, you even bring up you even bring up Wandy's. I, I mean, I have to shout out to the beef lord, Little, yeah, Mac, little Mac Don McCastro for all my beef intelligence. Londy's and Peabody was the mecca of beef for about three months. And I mean, I got a phone call in the last two weeks that they, they weren't doing they weren't doing it anymore. Oh, and no. Londy's has fell down from the top spot. Oh, no. But I remiss. The reason that this guy is my fraud of the week is because he's calling out his best sandwich in the country. You can't just say I remiss. You have to say like I'd be remiss. Get him. So I'd fucking be remiss. What are you? <laughs> what are you an asshole? Uh, I was rolling right there. You, what'd you want? A little fucking camera time over there with your microphone in your face? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. The reason why this man is fraudulent is he's calling out for the best sandwich in the country to be a breaded steak cutlet sandwich. And that's not why he's fraudulent. He's calling that Chicago is the only place with the breaded steak cutlet sandwich. Saying he's from the East Coast, he's been down the East Coast, he's never seen a breaded cutlet sandwich. I guess he's never been down to fucking Main Street and Gloucester and going to Vigilio's. Never and heard seen, of it? And seen the Mudiga steak 
we have the Mudia steak palm you can get on a sub roll or a fucking bulky roll or the Mudia steak bomb that you can get on a bulky bulky roll or a sub roll. We we have fiesta every summer. Rest in peace this summer going September. But it's basically a celebration for the Mudiga steak sandwich. <laughs> That's I mean St. Peter Mudiga steak one and the other. That is what the sandwich is all about. This guy's saying he's never seen one. I call fucking fraud yeah. on him. Curtis, yeah. play the horn when you get to edit this. Yeah, I, I just think, like, for that guy to call himself a North Shore guy, would you say he's from Worcester? Like, that's yeah. fucking absurd. Like, the Mudiga steak is a staple of the island. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I take my Mudigas with on um, a Virgilio's, a nice warm Virgilio's bread with a little cheese, peppers, and onions. That's my go-to. I don't know how you guys are taking it, but... I actually prefer my, uh, my Mudigas not in a sandwich. I would rather just have it. Because right. I think I think the mudiga is a star. I don't need the bread. Are you cu- are you cutting it up? Or are you hand fooding it? Finger fooding it? Cold. I'm just. I like my mudiga cold in a sandwich, but fresh. I mean, I'm at, the, I'm at the dinner table, Walking so I'm gonna knife. go for it. Right. Right. Don't want to be disrespectful. Rosie, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie, Rosie. DT, what do you got for your fraud? My fraud of the week, and it just came to me today when I saw his little comment, is. From none other than himself, Magic Johnson. And he just like had a comment that made no sense. And Magic Johnson's like one of the weirdest people I've ever like heard speak. But his comment was basically acknowledging he said that LeBron is the best all around player of all time. But when you're talking about the best of all time, I think that Michael Jordan is the best of all time. Like, and that to me made no sense. So like you're acknowledging that LeBron is the best all-around player of all time, and that to me, I'm a black and white guy. That that's it. Like that is what it is. He is the best player of all time. So why is why are you bringing in Michael? Probably just to save face because you played in that era. I get it. You you want to like help out your buddy Michael. And I mean, say, he's bringing he's bringing in Michael because that's the other guy in the debate of who's the best all time. Yeah, but he said no, but it's not, it wasn't just like bringing him in the debate. It was saying that like I acknowledged LeBron is the best all-around player of all time, but Michael Jordan is the best player of all time. Is basically how I interpret. All he had to say was Michael Jordan's the best player of all time, and I respect LeBron's game. The other way around, LeBron James is the best player of all time, oh, but Michael. Okay. Well, in my mind, that we don't have to get into that, but LeBron's the best player of all time by far. But anyways. <laughs> That, that's a conversation for another day. It's a hot take. It, I could sit on here for hours talking about it. Um, by, the numbers, by the numbers, we're a LeBron uh, podcast because I, I agree with. You. I mean one one guy went one guy went six and zero in finals, won three in a row twice, once after retiring to play minor league baseball, and like I mean that's that says it all. He's got the fun. I mean I'm not, yeah. This this will take way too much time to even get into. Yeah. Not a basketball but guy, though. So. Angry over there. What did what, what Mama forget to pack your Dunkaroos? <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> He's been sitting on that. Yeah, it's just a weird... Magic Johnson's known for tweeting just, like, wicked, ob- like, weird and, like, straight-to-the-point obvious shit. He'll just, like, the Celtics will hit a buzzer beater. He'll be like, wow, the Celtics just hit a buzzer beater. Like, awesome. Like, dude, that does nothing for me. Dude, the guy said AIDS for 40 years. Leave I, me alone. I'm calling bluff. Oh my god! I don't know. Tough <laughs> one to call a point of this podcast to date. Tough one to call a Not on AIDS in general. Magic Johnson is. 
Curtis, you better fucking leave that in there. Yo, are you going to clip it? Is Magic going to hear this? I hope he does, and it's a big story. That would be huge for the pod. That would be a big come up for the pod. That would be huge. But uh, I guess I'll go with my fraud, and if you don't know what's going on, you must be under a rock. But he doesn't? What does he have? No, it's just HIV. He doesn't want to keep AIDS. <laughs> we're not a facts podcast. Oh, you yeah, bro. It's no, we, we're not research guys. We're just content guys. <laughs> so my fraud of the week uh, are the caller daddy girls at, at uh, Barstool. Um, you know, the, the, the fraudulent part is is just going behind uh, Barstool's back, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't hate on them for trying to get a new contract. Like, they were fucking superstars. They're only making, I think it said, 75000 base salary. They got up to half a mil with fucking... Um, merch. With merch and, and bonuses. Yeah. But they're just so... Fr- or Both of them, or just one of them, so fraudulent by going behind one of uh, Barso's back and trying to shop their podcast around while they're under a three-year contract. like that's just- that, That's the whole thing, though. It's the contract. Right. You can do whatever you want. But you're, I mean, they're what, one year in? One year into it. One year in, and you're going to try to get out. And, like, that's where I hope fucking Portnoy takes them to the cleaners. Yeah. I mean, they got the IP, and personally, I don't, I mean, from what Dave said, they just, they're losing a ton of money from the ad reads and everything, not getting the money for each episode. But when people, when those two little hussies are going behind my back, talking about chiefing down, gluck lucking, and all that on hog, and they're trying to fucking get a different deal while under contract. Can't be having that. And I can't believe he offered them such a lucrative, a better deal than what they were even right. in mind. I don't know how you turn that down. Like, you you only have to produce one pot a week. I've, I've never listened. I'm I'm a pretty good follower of Barstool. I don't listen to all the pods. I've never listened to a Call of Daddy pod. The only one I did listen to is the one with Prez ripping these girls a new one for not taking that deal. But like, how are you turning down half a million a year? Not including advertisements, merch. Like, what do you do? Hey, that was the original one. That he brought it up to a mil each without any incentive. It was going to be a mil each. They were going to get a bump in merch and take the IP. The IP is crazy. After 12 months. The IP, it, like if you own that podcast, he said they're losing almost $100,000 an episode. That means a podcast, 52 podcasts, is making $5.2 million. I just was like, I'll give you guys each two fifty grand, and I'll keep the IP. I say no because that's how valuable the IP is. I'm just no, I would take that in a heartbeat. But no one. But owns the IP is IP is huge in that. But how you? T- I didn't even know about the million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, well, to this point, what do you think about the gentleman, Mister Suit, who's gotten in between all this because? I mean, at one point, you kind of got to give him some props for locking that down like it is and kind of forbidding her from taking a million dollars a year to talk about going at it. But at the same time, he's getting a fucking beating on Twitter. The yeah. Lord Farquaad memes. The guy <laughs> the guy from No Country for Old Men is worse than anything, in my opinion, with that saggy-ass face and shit. So he's yeah. taking an absolute beating on Twitter kind of just for... I mean, admissing this whole thing. And, I mean, she's on board, so, I mean, he's, he's doing something, right? Is he doing yeah. something? 
right. clearly has her like locked in. And like you said, I don't, I can't even really blame Suit Guy for what he's doing. Like, you can call him Suit Man, you might as well call him five degrees below because he's living underneath the mat there. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I just think, like, if he's him, like, that's, a, that's like a win win. Like, you either poach your, I guess he's dating that chick. So you either poach her off the pod, try to get a deal. But if not, it's no skin off your back. Like, he's not losing any money. So why? I get it, you know, but content wise, I think it's hilarious that they're just roasting soup, man. So, like, I'm all in on that. I, I think it's must listen. Every time Press posts about it, I think it's must listen. I Like, big controversy is the best. Yeah, it makes you wonder if, like, the whole thing is just like a content ploy. Like, at the end of the day, they'll probably still operate under Barstool Sports and making pods. But, like, this shit is, like, selling like hotcakes right now. Like, I, don't think back. I don't think they're coming back after you get roasted like that. The only thing I'll stick up for them, and a lot of people on the internet are being like, if you get two hot chicks to talk about that, it'll be good. I don't agree with that. I think, like, one of them, like, the blonde chick, Alex, was, like, editing all, like, all the shit and, like, producing it. Like, she... Like, I don't think two hot chicks can have a podcast. I mean, I, like, that podcast blew up, like, past part of my take. And, like, you can in be, a year. You can be a hot chick. You're not going onto the air in front of millions of people, your family included. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about sheafing down pole. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. For 500 grand. Those, no, those, chicks, those chicks were unique in a sense. You can't just get any hot chick to go do that. No. That's not a thing. No. Like, they talked, they, they had their own terms for just sucking down on pole. After the fact, when, once you know you're making 500 grand, yeah. But, like... No, that was from the jump, though. You you can't get a job after this. Like, if you want... Like, the Sophia chick was, like, a finance... Like, she was in finance. You could be like, a... Could she's, be a not going, she's not going back to the finance you, world. You could be a secretary that. at some point. Right. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's... It's... Frauds. Yeah. Oh, also, we forgot about our fan submission. Oh, this is you, guys. Go after it. Um... We got a ton this week, uh, probably the most yet. I, we, try, we try to get Dougie. He was going to be the first uh, two-time uh, fraud of the week. We don't agree with it. He said whoever created the pocket pussy. I don't know how that makes you a fraud. That makes you a genius. We we try to get him on the phone. He didn't answer probably because he knew it was. Yeah, I don't. I like, don't. I'm confused as how that makes somebody fraudulent as well. Adam Hopkins has bought 14. It's a moneymaker. <laughs> like, you, from I've never owned one personally. I'll start off with that. Yeah. But you've done the whole microwave salami, though, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with the honey smoked ham. It's larger. It covers more surface. <laughs> but from everything I've gathered, those things feel like the real deal Bradley Beal. Like, yeah. You know, that's kind of what you're looking for now, I guess. How do you clean those? Are they dishwashable? Yeah, you don't have any other dishes in there. No, you yeah. don't dishes in there. <laughs> no! You don't want to put one of those on the rinse cycle and get it going, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, for my when, once my birthday comes up every year, I text my buddies and I say, hey, someone give me a pocket pussy. But no one's, I, I don't have, I can't get it myself. I don't know why I feel weird, but no one's ever done it. I would I mean, try I think, Hey, when's your birthday again? <laughs> November seventh. Yeah, you have one coming this November. <laughs> Dad, you want you want a certain you want like a porn size mold? Yeah, Asa. That's what I was. 
from a business standpoint, the flashlights like now you can get them in different molds of like porn stars you might like or or what, yeah. they come in all shapes and sizes. So I don't know how you can call that guy fraudulent for whoever invited whoever invented it. No, I think he's he's probably a hero, right? Uh, a small American hero. He's like a Rudy. He's like a Rudy for the uh, chronic masturbators, I guess. I'm a tip by Captain. You know what? I might find out his name and give him a shout out next podcast. How about that? <laughs> All right. So I guess I guess we'll go with um, we'll go with your buddy. What was his name? I can't. Pronounce I thought that it. was the fraud submission. No. The, the, well, it was, but it was he didn't answer his phone, so we're not giving it to him. What's uh, What's your buddy's name? How do you pronounce that? Luke. The Mata's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Matarazzo? Yeah, Luki uh, Bonifacio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said Michael Jordan for saying he wasn't bumping lines, and I have to tend to agree. He was bumping lines. In the dock. Yeah. I, I mean, again, we can go into, like, a whole pot on the last dance and everything, so I'll try to keep it as short as possible, but I felt like Michael Jordan kind of played that whole documentary to how he wanted to be perceived and for him to just say like when they asked that question about all the other players and the quote-unquote traveling cocaine circus that he wasn't involved in like if you're Michael Jordan you're like the face of the earth you're bringing all this money you're on the road all the time and I'm not saying that he was diving in every every weekend or every road trip but Dude, how how old? So how old was he? That that was his rookie year. He what? He played what? Two? How many years of college did he play? You think the circus just quit after one year? <laughs> Dude, that's not even close to my point. Just how, you know how fucking old the guy was? Probably twenty. Twenty twenty-one. So twenty years old. He's not just jumping into a den of thirty-five-year-old men huffing down lines. I think. I think when you're the young guy on the team, you kind of sometimes just want to fit in. Maybe oh, <laughs> do a little yogi. I mean, are you guys, see, I, this is this could be fraudulent facts from you two. Yeah. Did you see no, today? It could be fraudulent facts from you too. Like I, yeah. we don't know the time period. And granted, a lot of those guys were on the team for a, a little while, at least four to five years. So I, I had have a hard time believing that the uh, Barnum and Bailey circus just packed up and said, you know what, we're done here, boys. And, you know, I think they just kept it going. And for Michael to be like, I did not partake in that. That's the devil, I think, is, is child's play. I mean, I think you guys are trying to make him out to be like, I mean, to say that somebody didn't do cocaine, to put him under the fucking Jesus piece and not doing cocaine, that's pretty unfair to somebody. But, I mean, you do you. If you think he was just yeah, like, no, it, it yeah, is, but if just, you think he was doing key bumps in the locker room before game six, you go after it, guys. No, nobody's saying that, but, like, under the pretense of how he put it, it, it was, it was from how I took it was, like, these guys were all doing this, and I walked in the room, and I was like, no way, Jose, I'm out on that. I mean, I think he put it pretty calmly. He opened the door, a little cocaine. No, he thing. laughed. They were, like, they talked about the traveling cocaine hoo-ha. He was like, oh, I didn't have any part of that. But meanwhile, Scott Burl was a hoe. <laughs> I like the whole part. The whole He's part. just chirping everybody. <laughs> Right, shout out Neptune's Harvest, will you? Oh, true. Where are you going? Oh, Kurt, oh a fraud. Uh-oh. I Uh-oh. absolutely have a fraud in like every week, it seems now. It comes from 22 Chestnut. So this week, I'm going to go after Tyler Coniglieri, of course, after his Instagram chirp 
on TWBLC. He said, and I quote, I'm not the fastest golfer around, eyes emoji, along with the turtle. I agreed that I'm not the fastest golfer around. That's fine. So I hit him because he's always chirping. He has, I, I won't mention how many titles he has, but he's withdrawn from a few club championships under suspicious circumstances. He immediately hits me back and says, getting too fucked up one night and playing slow daily are separate issues, but keep reaching. Well, the problem with this one, the fraudulence here, is the keep reaching because this was not his only instance, I believe, from withdrawing from the club championship. So he's my fraud of the week. He wanted to play it off as if it was just a, a drunk mess one night, a missed tea time. I think there was more to it behind that. Maybe a, maybe a high score or two. Correct. There was a high score, but I, I, I've shot many a high scores and finished out. <laughs> Would you like an introduction? Because we're on the Beneath sure. the Box podcast with Tyler Kniglieri. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. What did he, I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. Yeah, no, I, I just I, I, I felt like it was a, a, a weird, I don't know if it wasn't fraud. I don't Hate. know what you guys call it. It was just a weird thing for you to pull up as no, though, like, you're a very slow golfer. So, to just target other people that play slowly, I just felt like that was that was a little weird. No, I what, think you're, that, you're, 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 a, you're a triple reader and a, and a <laughs> let me take my time and pick the right club type, which is fine. I understand. Okay, but that were case. you not trolling on the Instagram page? Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Curtis, so, I, think you took that, I think you took that to heart because there was a little truth to it. I'm going to troll absolutely. right back and hit you with, with some Fair. facts. And, exactly. and you tried to and play like around. And like I you stated, tried to deceit. You tried to deceit the audience and say it was only a one-time deal that's the fraud here no I, it, I mean it was i got too fucked up i woke up at 9 30 and my tea time was at 7 30 <laughs> now what was that the only time yes i uh, i would I have to through, dispute the facts when I was on 12, that i ran out of golf balls in my first ever club championship in the 18th fairway i blew one out left it was the last ball that i had and under the rules of golf, I was unable to finish. At 12 and then we'll say at what, 20, 20 something. 24. Okay, I'm giving him I'm giving him a pardon. His tea time was at 7. He woke up at 9.30. Dude, I wasn't even close. <laughs> I, I wasn't even close. My dad calls me. He goes, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah, Tony's on 16. Yeah, he was already pretty much done with his round. <laughs> All right. I think I remember another time, but we'll... We'll agree well, to disagree on that. that. No, that. no, pull it up. What's the other time? I don't, I, know if we... I don't have an exact date, but I, I oh, just thought I remembered. Have don't have I, 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 I don't remember another time other than the Dan Sweeney will tell you about the last golf ball on 18. He's a Well, I, I will just say the fraudulence of withdrawal is in good company. Uh, Ed Young up there for a withdrawal <laughs> as well. So oh, he's, he's going at anybody. He's going at everybody. Dustin Johnson fell down the stairs. Withdrawal. Oh my God. Probably pretty similar to what I did the night before. Uh, that would be my guess. That he didn't cool. start. He, little, he didn't start the tournament. Yeah. He didn't start scary. the you know tournament. Just, though. You know who made all the withdrawals look bad is Tony Finau when he popped his ankle out and still yeah. acted around. Yeah, no, that was I mean, a hard. That was a hard move. Uh, he made the cut, so I wouldn't say it was a hard move. He like played he well that week. Cut. 
I thought he had the fucking Saban hat on. He took it off. Wardrobe change? Oh, the Eiffels. Oh, I gotcha. All right, I'll take that. I'll take the front of the week. Good banter. <laughs> That's it from me. Curdy, I don't, I don't hate it. I'm a bad golfer, but if there's someone behind me, I'll, I'll speed it up. If there's no one behind me and I shank a shot, I'm putting another one down. But, but you, when there's people, when there's people up your ass, like just have a feel. Yeah, absolutely. And would you ever withdraw from a tournament? Uh, <laughs> I can't let it go. You know, based go. off a, a round's previous score. What? Would you ever oh, withdraw sorry, from sorry, a tournament sorry, just because you had a bad round or, or so? <laughs> it was hey, Adam, clo- Adam, close it up before we get retired as a podcast. <laughs> All right. There you have it. Another broadcast segment. Keep keep plugging your frauds of the week. We'll keep posting them. Send them in. Uh, continue to follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, all that good stuff. Again, this yeah. is Beneath the Bar. We're shouting out our, our sponsors, our newest one, Eiffel's Apparel. Follow them. Give them a follow. Continue to up the curve. Swipe up if you follow Toomey. Shout out to Toomey. And also shout out to Neptune's Harvest. Not only not only selling the agriculture products these days, I believe they're selling some fresh fish now too. So why wait in line? Get your fresh fish from Neptune's Harvest. They got you covered. Hell yeah. Yeah.